from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. Here we are at Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show, the dugout pockets. We haven't talked baseball in a minute because been on the go, playoff games in the NBA, the NHL. Baseball had to take a, a step uh, back for a little bit because of the busy schedule of watching sports, uh, NHL, NBA playoffs. So I felt the need the time to get around not just to our team, but around Major League Baseball as a whole. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, both teams out of the New York area, the Yankees and the Mets, Bronx and Queens uh, doing their thing. Both teams in first place and a comfortable lead in both divisions in the AL East and the NL East. Um, I'll, I'll get to the Mets a little bit later and give them a shout-out as well. We want to start on the inside-outside approach with our own squad, with the Yanks, uh, because they've been on a roll. I would like to slightly apologize, although this is a long season because I didn't think the pitching was going to hold up, and it's got off to a fast start, a strong start, despite injuries in the rotation, uh, Chad Green going out. Um, he's going to be out for the year with the Tommy John. You know, that was news from weeks ago. But uh, starter pitcher has done a phenomenal job. They, they did take advantage of a weak schedule, uh, sweeping the, the uh, Tigers, uh, sweeping the Angels. And I have to get to the Angels a little bit as well later on as far as around Major League Baseball because they've somewhat been slight of a slight disappointment. Their bullpen has been up. Atrocious has been disgusting the uh, in Anaheim Angels, the Los Angeles Anaheim of a- Angels, whatever they're called right now. But as far as the Yankees, um, I'll start I'll start home first. You know, comfortable lead in the AL East. Um, a little surprised to be honest with you. I'll be, I'm a little surprised. I know a lot of Yankee fans. Uh, every year, year after year, they expect the team to be dominant. They expect the team to. Uh, always win the AL East. That, that, there was a point it was like that, especially with the, the Jeter regime. But this regime right now uh, has played very, very well, very sound, uh, clutch baseball. And that, you know, not only just hitting home runs with the home run or a dire approach, you know, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of that, but actually putting the ball in play. Uh, they, they did what they're supposed to do. They're winning series and winning at a very elite weight. As, as far as contenders who who are going to compete for World Series championships. So I love the fact that they have a sizable lead. Uh, you know, even when we played everybody in the division, I think there was, you know, early in the year when they you know, kind of slacked off against Baltimore. But uh, they had a split recently, a Memorial Day weekend in Tampa Bay. Uh, two out of four, not bad. But outside of that, man, they have kind of done their thing, man. They've been... Uh, ahead of the game as far as racking up a lot of series wins, a lot of series wins. I, I think, uh, to me, I thought Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays, will be a little bit closer to the padding, although they're having a good season. But the Yankees have been playing that phenomenal of baseball um, just pretty much since the start of the season. Uh, you go back to um, uh, the series – uh, all the walk-offs just this past weekend, you know, doing what you needed to do against the Detroit Tigers. I mean, you saw a game on Friday when they scored like 13, 14 runs. It was a lot. Uh, and then uh, 
you know, shut out on Saturday, walk off on Sunday. Um, I know they had one postponed one postponed game versus the Angels, but they kind of gave them uh, they sent them on their way as well in the Anaheim Angels. Uh, I just think uh, you know they they, they 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 played cupcakes and they took advantage, and they're taking advantage of this soft schedule when they went to Kansas City. They won the two out of three versus Toronto. Uh, you never got to see um, the majority of the Texas series because it was a couple of rainouts in there. But uh, I think what really impressed me was going to, uh, you know, playing Toronto and Chicago back in middle of May and, and taking and winning there. And uh, I know I know they had that one loss on that Saturday to the White Sox. But winning series, man, uh, three out of four versus Baltimore when they went to Camden Yards. I wish they would have won that Thursday game. But, you know, nonetheless, they did what they needed to do, man, to keep strife, man, to keep, to keep uh, a jump on a sizable lead. Now, I just hope – that the pitching doesn't come back to haunt them, per se, when I'm, when we talk about the Yankees. Uh, Hitting-wise, they've been very good this year. Uh, them in the Mets. Uh, you know, the, the OPS has been fantastic. Top two in the league behind the Dodgers. Uh, as far as runs per game, the, you know, the Yankees have in a lot of runs. Top ten in the league on that. Uh, so, just, just got to... Uh, Keep up the pace, man. You know, I, I like the fact that they're running a lot this year as well. Um, you know, they're, they're really putting on the pressure. They're not just getting on base and just sitting there like lame ducks. They're going for it. They're stealing bases. Uh, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack in that when it, when it comes to, uh, 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 you, know, the, you know, the stealing base rate, per se. You know, 10th, 9th in the league or whatever. They kept the strikeouts down. I, I love what the Yankees have done this year thus far as far as as far as a, a offensive a production approach. They they have done this so very well when it comes to that. And, and a lot of the difference, too, as far as calling games has been very well, too. You know, we looked at it as far as Gary Sanchez leaving and going on, and, and Trevino has done a good job behind the plate catching balls, uh, um, you know, there is one thing I, I do want to kind of touch on, on uh, about Andujar, and I know he requested the trading and ended up going down to, uh, to Scranton. Um, I, I, that is one area I think they could do a little bit better. Now, I know John Carlos Stanton just came off the IL, right, or the injured reserve, whatever it's called, right? And for, for the life of me, I still don't understand. I know Joey Gallo had the home run yesterday, but his production at the plate is just god-awful. Now, I know there's still a lot of season to be played, right? And he's a lefty batting Yankee Stadium. They're counting on that, especially with short right field. But Andujar, to me, is always a guy. I'm always a fan of Andujar, especially his rookie campaign. Should have won, had a good chance of winning Rookie of the Year. And uh, he get hit. They asked, you know, he lost the third base job because of injury. And remember, Gio Show took over from there, and it was no longer on the team. Uh, now they put him in outfield spots, and he wants playing time. And I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. Uh, he's a guy who could get you a good situational hitting, and for the life of me, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I know it's kind of like the politics of it. I understand you have a locked up outfield when you have Stanton coming back, and you're trying to find a ways to justify the Joey Gallo playing at the position, in, in, in not only for the field, but co- of course his bat. But it's the really to me, it's the Aaron Hicks situation and uh, his lack of production. You see Judge playing a lot of center field. Uh, and, and his haps is when he's not playing out there in center field and Aaron Hicks. Uh, so I, I'm all for Aaron Hicks, uh, not Aaron Hicks, but uh, Miguel Andujar asking for a trade. You know, 
try to get more playing time. This is this is the prime of your career, your earnings, and you should deserve to try to find a way to to get there. You know, try to get more time on the field. I don't blame him for that. I really don't. Um, but the hitting has done its good job. They beat it up on the poor teams in this league. Matter of fact, outside of the Toronto start and Tampa Bay, I mean, the White Sox is a little bit of a disappointment, I think. I think they could still come back and win their division. But the Central is not good, right? And then in the West, it's already won. The Astros are going to win that division. There's no way they're going to lose that division, man. And you would thought the, the Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles, California Anaheim Angels was going to give the Astros a run for the money, but the Astros really have no competition in that division. That's probably why they're going to probably end up with the best record if they just continue to beat up on their opponents. The Yankees, on the other hand, still have competitive teams. Uh, the Baltimore will fight. Boston's kind of took a, definitely a step back. Uh, don't have the pitching. But Toronto, a little bit of a surprise in Tampa Bay. I thought they would have been better. And the Yankees' pitching has overachieved. They have the best ERA in baseball, man, as a team unit. You know, I love what they've done. I didn't think they would be able to keep it up, and they have, man. You know, uh, 2.74 team ERA. I thought it would have been at least closer to three. By now, you know, because not a, you know, most teams are over three, right? You know, there's only like what three or four teams that's probably under three when it comes to the ERA. But uh, the, you know, they they kept the teams off base. Opponent batting average has been sub two fifteen. Love that out of the Yankees. Uh, you know, they actually uh, opposing team home runs. They've kept that down as well. You know, so they've done a good job. Now you hear me kind of rant on social media especially in the KGR family, right, with um, Garrett Cole, uh, you know, stealing money to an extent. You know, that's a lot of money, a lot of longevity to, uh, you know, we need to see him pitch in bigger games versus, uh, you know, the Astros, eh, White Sox again or per se. But, you know, he's bounced back lovely versus these poor teams. I mean, I get that. You got to do what you got to do versus the inferior opponents. But, Got to see him do better versus quality teams, quality uh, rosters. And this season, you know, the, the no decisions, you want to see him do well versus Toronto and Tampa Bay's. Uh, I thought he pitched well in Tampa Bay in his last outing in Tampa Bay, you know. Watched that for myself uh, when I, uh, at that game, right? And, you know, it didn't, he didn't get the run support, and he, I thought he kind of did his job. So I have to give him credit out there as far as Garrett Cole. Uh, but the pitching for the Yankees have been very, very well up until this point. I could have been more pleased, man. And you're doing it against, uh, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do uh, for, you know, for the foreseeable future, man. Um, uh, are they overachieving? Some people may say that. But, you know, look who they play. Like, Detroit stinks. Baltimore stinks. You got you to gotta beat up on these squads. I mean, you got to beat up on who's in your way. You got to sweep them. You know, don't just win two out of three. You got to sweep these cats, man. So, um, you know, we talk about, the you know, the contract years, the Aaron Judge, and you're talking about, you know, center field. You know, you throw him in right, you throw him in center field. But the guy has got to get his money. Yankees have – he's going to get paid something. You know, I remember the reports we were talking about before at the start of the season. And um, – it felt like uh, he was getting shafted uh, by the contract deal by Brian Cashman. 
But all that has translated to a year right now. I mean, this guy is like having a MVP type of year through fifty little over fifty games this year, right? He has the best OPS in baseball. You know, he has uh, the on base percentage is fantastic. His OPS is tops. Uh, batting over three hundred thus far. This is the two thousand and seventeen version of Judge. Before he remember the year he hit fifty two home runs and and that was the year he had went the home run derby and at the home run derby and you know his power kind of dwindled. It kind of took a step back because you know major league players got to do these exhibition shit. So but sometimes it can fuck with your mechanics. But that's the type of judge we're getting this year. I hope he stays in Yankee for life, man. Oh, I'm, we remember. I remember we were on this show years ago, right? Years ago that uh, we were calling for Aaron Judge. This was the years where you know the Yankees were like trying to. They were retooling. They weren't really going for it, but they didn't want to collapse it and build it up from the ground up. They were kind of retooling. They have prospects in their system, and Aaron Judge was one of them. And we were talking about having him come up. And, you know, that was, that's when Sanchez was down there too. Uh, we wanted to see uh, Aaron Judge come up uh, immediately. We were dying for him because we heard nothing but great things when he was in the minor minor leagues. But uh, I think uh, thus far you couldn't have been happier for the guy leading the league, uh, you know, with these, the power numbers. Uh, and shout-outs to um, Peter Alonzo from the Mets, who's also uh, leading the National League in, in home runs as well. But uh, he's got the hit, the home runs, the batting average. He's playing a center field. It's a prominent position at Yankee Stadium. You can go back to Bernie Williams. You can go back to Joe DiMaggio. You know, the, the great center fielders uh, of this team's past, you know. And Bobby Mercer. You know, Aaron Judge can play center. You know, rather have him in that corner in right field, play all, play those cameras off the wall because he got the gun to get you out at second base. But man, you can't be nothing but happier now. Uh, you know, you saw he even got a leadoff home run. Did you see the leadoff home run uh, over the weekend? He had his first leadoff home run ever as as, as a professional uh, league player. But yeah, it definitely uh, nothing can't have been more happier, man. You definitely can't be more happier. But the but the thing for me is is definitely the, the the pitching. I think that's the one thing I did not see coming with the Yankees is the pitching. I didn't think it was going to hold up to be honest with you. Uh, Severino has done a very good job with his pitching. You know, you know, we know, you know, Nestor Cortez has been fantastic as well. They're all doing the job basically, bullpen as well. You know, even when Holmes comes out of the pen, uh, he's got good stuff, all-speed stuff and cutters and, and sliders, and he, he knows he got very good spin rate from the, uh, from his release point to where it crosses the plate. Uh, the bullpen has done his job as well. I know Chapman had his ups and downs. We talk about that. Chad Green, uh, you know, out for the year with the Tommy John. That, that's why. Then and I said that they, that was going to take a hit in before. For his injuries, it's only first week of June. You have a lot of baseball to go, a lot of baseball to go uh, to see uh, where they're going to go. I don't, I don't know the uh, status of Loazica, Jonathan Loazica, when he's going to come back. He should be back sometime this month because you haven't seen him since the game versus the White Sox, right? So, uh, you know, you put him on the aisle right before Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you know, you know Chapman, you know, he had the, the Achilles. 
you know, it was aching him in some of his, his starts, you know, got to let that leg heal. But right now, he's just going to get some of these guys back on this 10 to 15 day uh, DL. Um, you know, I'm not really, you know, we're not going to count on Chad Green for the rest of this year. It did also Zach Brenton. You know, and then um, you never see what uh, you can get anything out of Domingo Herman, who has his off the field issues as well. Uh, but you know, he had the right shoulder, and they're going to try to get him back up to speed and get him worked out in Florida. Uh, so away we go with the Yankees, man. They they're um, could have been happier, man, especially for for how they put together a nice start uh, to their 2022. Uh, regular season, uh, but that goes to say I'm gonna go around Major League Baseball. Um, Got to show the Mets some love, man. What can I say? What with saying that, we already knew they had a good roster, but you actually added the culture to that clubhouse with uh, Buck Showalter. We all know about Buck Showalter back in the '90s with the Yankees. I can't believe it's been that long. Felt like he was there just yesterday after Stump Merrill was the manager for the Yankees, and, and right away, even without Degrom and Matt Scherzer, you know your top two pitchers on paper, the Mets have been putting together some nice games, man. Very very nice uh, games this year. Um, they're, you know, I see. I thought that was a division that was going to be close with Philadelphia. Uh, I know the defending champs are also in that division as well. Give them props to the Atlanta Braves, but I thought Philadelphia's off-season acquisition was really going to make was more of a Philly division to me and the Mets for the wild card. But I looks like I will be wrong on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly be wrong on that. That's fine, you know. Um, right now they're, they're rolling eight plus games up, and still a lot of season that, that happened. Uh, you know, shout out to Medina on the other day. His getting his first save of the year uh, of, of his career, basically. Um, now they had a nice, you know, battle-tested series versus the, the the Dodgers, who are probably the favorite in the NL. And I don't see nobody beating the Dodgers. But key series for the uh, the Mets this uh, earlier this, you know, starting even tonight out in uh, uh, Southern California in San Diego. Uh, I'm going to try to stay up and watch a little bit of that. Now, I saw Carrasco play um, earlier in the year. See, I don't follow the Mets like that. I'm a Yankee guy. I watch more, nothing but more Yankees, but I try to get to as many uh, around the league baseball games, including the Mets. As, because the Mets, to me, is just another team. Just because they play in the year doesn't mean I follow them through and through. But they have a very good team, and they're playing against a very good Padres team who's trying to make up from last year after their collapse last year. Um, I think uh, I'm going to stay up and try to see what I can get out of that since the Rangers are playing on Tuesday. We'll talk about the hockey on Tuesday. Quick plug for the Ring Podcast with Ranger Pride and those guys. Uh, but, yeah, shout-outs to the Mets doing their thing. Um, let me see. Who else are we going to talk about? The Philadelphia Phillies has been a disaster. Not, not a disaster, but a, a really a, um, a disappointment. That's the word I'm going to use, disappointment. You know, their off-season moves and then all all that stuff with uh, uh, Joe Girardi, you know, him coming back. And I, I didn't think it was going to fail out like that. I mean, they were calling for his head. And I was like, damn, I did Joe Girardi didn't pick the roster. He didn't pick this team. 
They're always looking for a scapegoat, and you always got to start with the manager, right or wrong or indifferent. But um, Philadelphia, I thought they would have been the team to at least compete, if not win the NL East. Didn't really see much. Of course, the Marlins was, was the last place team. But then, you know, Washington, eh, third place, fourth place, about about fourth place. Atlanta, at best second. I didn't see them winning the division, even coming back after winning the World Series. But it was really, to me, about the Phillies and the Mets. These teams have had the better rosters, definitely, without a doubt. And to see that the Philadelphia Phillies uh, not put it together that way, um, it's a little bit. Disapp- I mean, I'm not crying about it, you know. You know, I'm a, I'm very objective, you know. I I, I just think, uh, you know, I I just think uh, they dropped the ball with the you know some of the the players, man. And I think Mets add on to the Mets getting off to the hot start, you know, for them, you know, they just can't see how it can go, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Because they got talent, you know. Some of the guys are up in age and big contracts. The Castellanos, you know, playing and picking him up. You thought that said, aha, Philadelphia's got it. And right now, up until this point, they do not. They really don't. So uh, so that's the the best – well, I'll say the best division. But the, the, back, the, more, the fun back and forth is going to be with the Central. St. Louis and Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is going to win the division. Too much power pitching, too much power hitting in that division. Or out of the Brewers themselves. Um, you know, St. Louis is going to be a very tough out if you know when they even get to the playoffs. Uh, I saw a couple of other games, like the opening day versus the Pirates, uh, a couple of series. Versus, um, yeah, yeah. I think also the, when he went to Pittsburgh as well, I saw that as well. Um, uh, it's between the Brewers and the um, and, and the uh, and the Cardinals. The Cubs stink. The Reds are terrible. Um, there, there's nothing else you know that can be said on on that front between in, in the Central. Um, the, the the reason why you can make the you know I can make the, you know I was not make the case, but what I like about the Brewers is like I it's like everybody's not talking about them. Everybody you know all eyes on LA because they got a loaded roster, batting, hitting, pitching, things of that nature. The Mets are, you know, like any team in New York. Like if you're doing well, regardless of the sport, you're going to get unjustifiable, crazy praise. All right, but um. But the Brewers, to me, like, I don't think, you know, I think he saw, I think we've seen them one time in Philadelphia on Sunday Night Baseball. Um, but they got talent. They got they got talent. I mean, they got guys, a very balanced lineup, guys you're familiar with from around the league. Um, and the thing is, their main guys, like the Christian Yelich's, who's had MVP-type years, has really hasn't gotten going. I mean, you got Hunter Renfro, who's a very good, pretty good outfielder, you know. Uh, Rowdy Tellez at first, he's doing well. Uh, well, yeah, Adams is playing very good baseball as well. I'm just balanced all through this lineup. And in the scary thing, like I said, you know, they, do, they don't even have their main guys putting it all together. 
Um, but, you know, the pitching, I like their pitching a lot. See, that, I think that's really going to keep them in a lot of um, postseason run this year, for, whether it's the division or if they get to the playoffs. Because uh, Lover, you know, Corbin Burns is a, a fantastic power pitcher. Gets you, gets you a lot of outs. And Aaron Ashby and Eric Lauer uh, for the uh, uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, man. Uh, and then if you go to the pen, you got you got Williams and Hauser and Peralta. So uh, don't count out the Milwaukee Brewers in this equation, this 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 run uh, for this. I I, I got to go back to the AL real quick because I got to say because the Anaheim and Angels I mentioned them twice earlier, and I think you know out of Otani and Mike Trout, um, you know. The three, four, five hitters. The two, three, four, five hitters are okay, but outside of that, the pitching is terrible. Uh, you know, watching them blow games versus Houston this year. Uh, they had a bad outing versus us. Um, it's good. I, I don't know what they're going to situation is going to be. I bring them up because they have attractable guys with big contracts signed already, like Mike Trout. What if it doesn't work? Because they're not going to the playoffs, so. Are you a team in the AL or NL who's going to buy or vouch for Mike Trout and, and, and give up the farm to get him? He's a generational talent. No, Both of them are generational talents in their own rights. Otani's an MVP. You can pitch, you can hit, you can put him anywhere in the field. You know, DH, whatever. I mean, I mean he's our generation's Babe Ruth. Never thought we would ever see it as far as pitching power, pitching and also hitting power. And then Mike Trout is an all-world center fielder. Despite his injuries, he could definitely could play his ass off. So if you're a team that's on the cusp, like are you like the Cardinals? Are you uh, you ha- do you have assets? If you're a team that's you know maybe Toronto or I can't see Tampa Bay doing it. They're always strapped for cash, and it doesn't look like a Tampa Bay move to go get a big fish like in Mike Trout. No pun intended. But what do you do if the Angels start spiraling out of control or continue to spiral out of control? What trades are you going to entertain? Because this season's over, tomorrow's never guaranteed. I'm pretty sure you're losing a lot of money. I know fans go to the games; it's a nice venue to watch games, but there's nothing in it if you can't win. You can't get fannies in the seat, or you can't get enough fannies in the seat to overcome the books. The books, you know, how much you're going to make and how much you're going to spend and how much you're going to have left over, man. So I, the Anaheim Angels is going to be real interesting as far as where do these players end up or do they end up somewhere by the trade deadline. That's how I look. I would love to have them on the Yanks. You know, that's, I'll have to, next time I have to take a look and, you know, my own team, look at contracts, bad contracts, and they're really willing to put on that bad contract. I can't really see it. You have to give up a lot, total a lot. Uh, to entertain that uh, type of uh, acquisition per se, so um, so yeah, that, that, that's kind of pretty much it, right? You look at the ALEs, you already you know the Yanks, Toronto, Tampa Bay, uh, Boston's probably done. Yeah, they're done. Uh, nobody else in that division, right? You know, Minnesota doesn't get the love. You know, you got to give them props for the acquisition for Carlos Correa. And they're in first place by like four and a half, five games over the Guardians. Um, the White Sox is disappointed. That to me, that's the disappointment. 
probably, if not the entire AL, sub-500, a couple of games on their 500. Didn't really expect anything out of KC or Detroit, so that's, it is what it is. And, of course, Houston and, and L.A., nothing else out of Oakland. Probably going to go to, you know, it's nobody at those games. Man. You ever watch an Oakland A's uh, game? You know, they're already, they're already milling it in, just like how the Athletics, I mean, not the Athletics, the, uh, the Raiders uh, got that new stadium in Vegas, and they chip, they bounce. I can see that for the athletics. I can see them out there. I know they're talking new stadium in that harbor part of Oakland. Nah, fuck that. I can see them out of there, man. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, check out bleedblueshow.com backslash schedule. Um, we got the hockey. We got the uh, football. I think we're going to talk uh, one AFC and one NFC team on Thursday at 7 p.m. And then, of course, cross matches. People enjoy uh, the cross matches when we're talking about our secondary versus the uh, opposing teams wide receivers. We'll, we'll get probably more into the trenches and something. Have some fun with that. But uh, Sangres, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over the limit by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.